Hardcover Hideout, the podcast in which two lifelong comic book fans discuss a different, lesser known, maybe sometimes obscure comic book or graphic novel each episode. All right, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Hardcover Hideout, episode two. Six castles. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm not sure if we uh, explained exactly how we're coming up with our books, what kind of the process last episode, but maybe we'll just remind people we're uh, we're alternating each week, choosing a book each episode. And uh, this week you chose Sex Castle. I like that book. It's like that name. Uh, Yeah, I chose Sex Castle. Yeah, last uh, week I did I did Basilisk, so you can, Basilisk, so yeah. yeah, so yeah, so welcome to episode two, two, but well, technically yeah, three, yeah. yeah, you don't count zero. <laughs> All right, so before we get into Sex Castle, I'm Jared. I'm Chris. So Jared, what have you been reading, right. watching, listening to this week? So going back to what something I was talking about last episode. I was kind of dumping on Invincible, right? So I finished it. I finally finished it. Yep. And I really enjoyed the last 15 to 20 issues. Okay. Very good. There's a lot of stuff that I liked in there. The my favorite was uh, towards the I think it was the second battle with uh, between Invincible's side and and uh, Thrag and his army of children. Invincible was holding one of Thrag's sons, and Thrag's like, "You're not going to do it," you know, and you're you're you're. uh, you're a hero and whatever and then mark right before he squeezes the guy's neck says being a hero is bullshit <laughs> and, and he squeezes his neck pops his head, head off yeah, like yeah. so that and then that kind of started into the the last battle which the uh, the battle between mark and and um thrag and the sun was phenomenal yeah. it's like a whole issue oh, it's they're in the sun their skin gets burned off so it was just that was incredible. I really like that. Um, I'm glad you like the end. Yeah, the ending was very very good. So I I will agree with what you said last week. There was a lot that probably could have been cut out or down. Yeah, um, and I think I figured out one of my main issues with it was that there is no narration boxes. It is completely dialogue. Completely dialogue. The entire thing is just dialogue and dialogue, and I think that that kind of is one of the things that makes it seem longer than it is because there's no narration to kind of get the story going a little bit more so other than that i think i read it in the compendium form the big trade compendiums and uh fancy word yeah so i think the the first one was awesome the third one was was really good the second one is kind of where it's like it's a lot of filler in there but anyways besides that I'm really glad that I finished it, and it's it is a great series. So awesome. Anyways, other than that, um, I had uh, some time off of work recently, so I caught up on. Uh, I, I started and finished Paper Girls. Okay. And it's already been canceled. So it got canceled. Yeah, Amazon already canceled it. So it ended on a, and a oh. cliffhanger, of course. Yeah, someone may or may another. Um, Streaming service may or may not pick it up. I don't. I don't know. But as of right what, now, Amazon is not your going for it. What is your source that Amazon canceled it? The creator Brian K. Vaughn posted it on his Instagram. You can't believe Brian K. Vaughn and the and the <laughs> <laughs> multiple sources, <laughs> multiple sources. Um, so so it's not. You just didn't hear from Chuck from Facebook. No, Dang. no, Chuck. Why did they cancel it? It was a good show. Yeah, I know it, the. Brian K. Vaughn was like, apparently not a lot of people watched our show, but we're, you know, we're super proud of it and yada yada. And you see that, that so, I think right there going on a rant is the problem with streaming. Right. Is that they, they don't give shows a chance. 
if Cheers actually was in streaming, it would have been gone the first season. Because the first season of Cheers was horrible. Right. But they gave it same, a chance. Same with Seinfeld. Yeah, same with Seinfeld. Right. Yeah. A lot of shows. And they just don't give them chances anymore because they're like, oh, if no one's watching, it's gone. But a lot of people discover things. And so when they discover things, then they give it a chance and then the viewers go up. But they just cancel so many things so quickly. Yeah. Ah, it yeah, other than that, um, I did start um, She-Hulk as well, and I'm caught up with that, which I, I like it. It's funny. Yeah, see, it's a good show. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't really see I'm, what the issue is. But. I'm two, still two episodes behind, because like you, I was also home last week, but not watching TV. Right. I did watch some things. Yeah, and uh, I'm not just uh, a big comic book nerd, but I'm also a big football fan, so it's... <sighs> uh, it's <laughs> Football season. <laughs> it's uh, it started, started week two, so yeah, uh, everybody played. Yes. Yeah, everybody. All right, so does the, uh, so so the listeners know I am a true nerd. I hate sports. Yeah. I don't watch football. And I am not in one but two fantasy football leagues this year. So, yeah, Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, sometimes Saturdays will be filled with watching a lot of football. I'm going to make sure I keep up with the reading. This show, some of the shows may have to take a backseat, but I'll That's fine. keep over the reading and you, you uh, watch your and watch my football. What's, it's called f- football. Yeah, football Fo- again. Foosball. Uh, foosball. Foosball. You're gonna watch the foosball. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not a big sports fan. You know that, but right. I have been in uh, fantasy leagues before. I'm always the person they call oh, when have? they need that an extra. And then usually what I do is I pick my pair, <laughs> my characters, character. I pick my players, yeah. and then I never touch it again. Right. So, speaking of like a fantasy draft, I had an idea of maybe mm-hmm. for a show we we could do a comic book character fantasy draft. That would be me, awesome. Me and you. But there's yeah. so, see the problem is is with two there, people there'll be rules. I'm just gonna say, with two people there's so many yeah. characters and right. that you can each have an amazing team. Yeah. Um. So. Right. Is the rules going to be no Marvel or DC no, characters? No. 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 Okay. But there, there you can't. The rules will will go over later, but as we if we're gonna do it, but right. okay. you can't only pick Marvel and DC. Well, of characters. course, right. yeah. So there'll be some stipulations, yeah. but that's cool. I'll maybe do we can do that as a bonus. How, how do we episode. win? <laughs> you don't. It's just, just fun. It's just, there's yeah, no. Yeah, you pick your teams, and then you, that's it. Nothing. Right. Is I mean, winning? We, yeah. Maybe, yeah, that would. <laughs> I would totally do that. Maybe we'll put it on Instagram. Yeah, that one, who's I would probably do research for. Yeah, I would look up characters, not just go. Uh, Super quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Anything uh, else you've been reading or watching? Uh, I am reading the um, second omnibus of Scott Snyder's Batman. Okay. The his the new Fifty Two run. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, getting through that, and then it has some of the a newer series. The Last Night on Earth is in there too. So that's at the end, which I've already read and have in single issues, but. Uh, so that I've been basically just reading that and watching a bunch of those shows and football and okay so what about you uh, before we go on to me I do want to let the audience know that Jared had informed me that he had not seen Shang-Chi oh yeah yeah I and watched that too I asked him what was wrong with him Shang-Chi right now is one of the best Marvel movies after Endgame uh, even better than some of the original phases and so what did you think of Shang-Chi? It was incredible. It was awesome. And it's not... It, it, it If you didn't know it was a Marvel movie, you, it would be just as good. 
Yeah. Like it, it doesn't necessarily, it, I mean, it ties into some of the Marvel with uh, Abomination with Wong. and right. Wong and stuff, but other, I mean, it, just a standalone movie by itself. It was, it was amazing. That, that fight scene in the yeah. bus was one the of bus. the oh, best yeah. fight scenes I've ever seen. Yeah, that was amazing. And I think the really, one really that not only made it an amazing fight scene, but, uh, what's her name? Uh, Aquafina. Aquafina. Yeah, was just the best comic relief in that as well. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad yeah. you finally saw yeah. it. They need to have her in. Um, oh, you haven't got to the Madison episode on She Hulk yet. Oh no. Okay. I know all about Madison because apparently she's all over yeah. the internet right now. Yeah. Madison and Wong. Yep. Wongers. Uh, yeah. The, <laughs> I know. No, you know the you know the memes that say you know, <clears throat> what Marvel thinks we want and they show. Uh, Agatha, and then yeah. like, what we really want, and it's Madison. So yeah, Shang Chi. I almost forgot to talk about that, but yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad I watched it. I, I know, just can't believe it, it took was, you so long to it watch it. It took me forever, and I finally got around to it, and I'm yeah. glad I did because I think I've seen it like five times since you've seen it. Yeah, it is a re- you're right. It is a good standalone, even right. if it wasn't Marvel. Right, and I yeah. just action scenes and the the creatures yeah. when they're in the um, what was it the what's it called Tuk Talata. Yeah, I'm not gonna say. Uh, okay. Not gonna anyway, the creatures in it were were amazing. Anything yeah. that has has like different types of creatures and the dragons. Yeah. Spoiler: there's dragons. Yeah. Spoiler: it's been out now for yeah. two years. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think yeah, we're, we're definitely good. good. I, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what they're gonna do next with that character. Yeah. If they're gonna have a sequel. I, it is. Well, they. I think they already confirmed as a sequel, but not for a while. Okay. But that's the thing, too. I really want him to start showing up in other movies. I hate when they have such a good movie. Like, Strange. Strange was a really good movie. And we didn't start seeing him show up in other movies until way after mm. Doctor Strange. And then finally, you know, the Infinity Wars yeah. and Endgame. Now Wong is in everything. Now Wong is in everything. <laughs> It's in I, oh, everything. I really like in uh, uh, She-Hulk where she she breaks the fourth wall and talks to the camera, yeah, just like the comic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, yeah. It, it really. <laughs> I don't. Maybe that's something people don't like, but I think it really helps. With yeah. I yeah. I have no idea what people have an issue with She-Hulk. Yeah, they so. don't want female superheroes. I think that's it. Yeah. I think this is. I mean, they ragged on Captain Marvel when she first came out. Still yeah. ragging on her. Right. They ragged on. Uh, Miss Marvel when she came out. Black Widow. Black Widow, right. It's just, it, it's the the male ego can't handle having a woman in charge. Yeah. All right, for right. me, so reading-wise, uh, I'm still reading the Justice League. Scott Snyder. Let's do that. Scott Snyder. Uh, I'm about... 20 episodes in i did episodes again yeah 20 issues in okay um so we're we are starting to get towards death metal yeah I so think there's only 39 okay yeah so that we're starting to you know the so the bat that it. laughed it's starting to become more of a prominent character i mean you know he's a bad character when the joker will not yeah deal with him and you've gotten into the, the legion of doom uh, issues legion of doom's done yeah okay yeah right. we're, it's the, basically it didn't even last that long really i mean they kind of disbanded you know slowly 
every episode, you know, after spoilers, we lost Aquaman uh, and the Mantis left and then a Joker left. And, and the, when the Joker left is when they tried to bring all the other villains into the Legion of Doom. And then the Joker poisoned them all with his gas. And they're all like, nope, screw this. We're out. I'm starting, I was trying to, because again, like you, I was also home a few days last week, thanks to sickness. And so I spent a lot of time reading and just watching random things. So I read the Sisters of Mercy. It was a very dramatic graphic novel. Uh, it was good, but it was it's not something. I think it was only a one-off, but okay. uh, Sisters of Sorrow, not Sisters of Mercy. Oh, okay. Sisters of Sorrow. Uh, but it was mostly about uh, domestic abuse and taking revenge. Uh, and so... It was good. I don't think I'd ever read it again. But the other thing that I have been reading nonstop is Hack Slash. I had bought just a one-off at the bookstore. Uh, and it was good, and I really liked it. But it seemed to take place oh, years after Hack and Slash even right. took place. So I was like... Like a spinoff? Kind of. Yeah. Like what I missed. So then I went back and started reading the Omnibus. And I I'm like... Omnibus three of six. Omnibus. 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 Yeah, I have the first one. Do you? Yeah. Um, and it's on my to be read, yeah. to be read list. It is really good. I'll get to the it. one, uh, the thing I love about Hack and Slash is like the book we're going to be reviewing today or discussing today, Sex Castle. It's a huge like homage to classic B-movie horror. I mean, you have some of the best guest stars in these comics. You have Chucky guest stars in them. Mm -hmm. You have uh, the reanimator. The doctor from the reanimator is in one of them. Uh, it's just such a good book. It's so... It is a true horror comic because it's very graphic. It's very you know, bloody. Uh, you know, your lead character's dress very provocative. Uh, it is just an amazing graphic novel. I think we should do it. Yeah, in the should. future. But we'll add it to our list. Yeah, it is. We'll have to add it to the list. It was so. I'll read it again. Mm -hmm. uh, but they, <laughs> one of the comics, they have some comic book creators in it. Uh, who did the Walking Dead? Um, Robert Kirkman. Yeah, Robert Kirkman's in it, and yeah, he gets and murdered. <laughs> Invincible. Invincible. Yeah. yeah. So it is. So it is really good. So I've been reading that nonstop. Oh, nice. Watching. Uh, I've been watching your favorite, The Flash. CW The Flash. What season are you on? That's where I'm getting. So. I had started The Flash in the past with my wife, yeah, and she kept going, but for some reason, I don't know why, I kind of stopped. Uh, so I took it back up from the very beginning, Oh, okay. uh, and now I'm on season seven. Whew, it's getting horrible. Yeah, it's getting bad. I, I, don't, it's some, I don't remember where it, I stopped at some point uh, in the last season. It to really go downhill after Infinite Crisis. Yeah. Uh, crisis, crisis on, on infinite earth yeah. yeah sorry crisis on infinite earth the crisis and after that when they stopped really having you know multiverses and jumping back and forth and they really stopped i mean one because a lot of the cw shows after that were canceled mm -hmm. but they really stopped having crossovers after the sixth season after the crisis uh supergirl who now apparently is in his 
universe never shows up anymore. Right. Uh, one, she got canceled, but I think she still had a season or so. Well, there was them. another crossover called Armageddon. Did you? Get yeah, that? I haven't gotten to that one yet. Okay. But that's with Black Lightning. Black, most, yeah, Black, Black, Black Lightning. Lightning. And yeah. Black Lightning showed up in Crisis to introduce him, mm-hmm. along with Batgirl. But you know, Batgirl only lasted three seasons. Yeah, I think. Yeah. There's only one with the original. Mm-hmm. Only one. One. Was it only one? Yes, one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't even know. I stopped watching after that. But yeah, so I I'm taking that slowly because I'm starting to see why <laughs> people stop watching. Um, yeah. It's just it's I mean you start season seven with emo Barry and you're like, ugh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I remember that. There's it's like every episode or it's the worst thing that could ever happen. Yeah. Happens every single episode. Every single episode. And they, you know, you should... and, and you can just see. I mean, you can you can tell that at season seven, characters are going to start leaving. And by characters, I mean the actors. Right. I mean, season six up to crisis and after Cisco disappears for a while. And then he's only in like every other episode. And then from what I know, he is leaving in season seven. Right. Coming up here. And then you can tell Joe's getting ready to call it quits and head out. Uh, and then, of course, you know what happened with Elongated Man, the actor. Right. He got, yeah, he so a, they've already had. And then you saw how they exited got, him. Yeah, yeah they just sat terrible. him all burnt. Yeah. <laughs> and then they put a bag over his head. It was so bad. It was horrible. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to suffer. I'm going to continue watching it until I finish it. Because it's the last season is nine. nine. And then yeah. they've canceled yeah. it. Right. So I might as well dedicate, but. Other than that, I can see why most people have stopped watching Flash mm-hmm. after season five or six, really. Yeah. Uh, Arrow was good. That yeah. Arrow lasted really good up to the end. What else am I watching? Uh, of course, Rick and Morty came out. Yeah, I watched yeah. the first two. First two episodes. Yeah. It lives up. I mean, hell, the first episode, we get the Citadel yeah. all busted up. The, not only the Citadels, the two Beths. So... I yeah. love Rick oh, and Morty. The last one, like she, she's doing a Die Hard. <laughs> she doesn't the last one to Die Hard. <laughs> die Hard. Yeah. It doesn't it really work good. if you just keep saying Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I don't. I mean, I don't care that it takes a while for a new, yeah, a new season from, to come out because they're so good. But what I understand is they're going to be start coming out sooner now, right? Mm. They're not going to take a year and a half, but they are worth the wait. Yeah. They are so good. Um, anything else I'm watching? Flash, freaking Morty. No, I think that's about Did it. You caught up on Harley Quinn? No. 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 Oh, uh, yeah. I was trying to I wait think... for my daughter because she really wants yeah. to watch it with me. Right. I didn't catch up on She Hulk. <laughs> I spent most of the time, like I said last week, not feeling well. So I just was sitting in my little chair in my master bedroom reading most of the time. Could be worse. Did I watch a movie? I did watch a movie. Oh, yeah. I watched. Uh, the Night Shift, is that what it's called? It's the uh-huh. vampire movie with uh, Electro. Oh, Jamie Foxx? Jamie Foxx. Is it good? Uh, it was okay. Oh, okay. I mean, I it, it was a good numb mind watch. They're you know? vampire hunters, right? Yeah, they're vampire yeah. hunters. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah. it wasn't spectacular. Right. Uh, I it was it was fun. It was ridiculous. The ending was stupid, <laughs> but Snoop Dogg was in it. Oh, nice! So, other than that, that's it. That's I what love I've been a, Sno- a Snoop Dogg cameo. A good Snoop Dogg cameo. 
wasn't even really a yeah, cameo. He was like a month. main character. Yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's all I've been up to. You want to jump into all our right. book? Yeah. Before we really get into it, let the reviewers know it's been out since 2015, so we are going to be doing a lot of spoilers. So we are going to be talking very detailed about this book, and a lot of the stuff we are going to talk about are basically considered spoilers. So we are going to maybe, maybe if you haven't read Sex Castle before, you should probably stop, go read it, and then pick back up. All right, so as everyone knows, today we're doing Sex Castle. Sex Castle with Shane Sex Castle. Greatest name ever. So, Sex Castle was published by Image Comics. Uh, It was written and drawn by Kyle Starks, and it was published in 2015. A little uh, note that it actually started out as a GoFundMe. Uh, A lot of his original work, he would start out with a... uh, Is it GoFundMe? Kickstarter? Kickstarter. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Kickstarter. Uh, I should just read my notes. It actually says Kickstarter. So, it started out as a Kickstarter. So I listened to an interview, and the way he got it published by Image was he went to lunch with Matt Fraction, and one of uh, his friends told Matt that he had written a comic book that was really good. So Matt just asked for it, and he brought it to him the next day at the con, and he published it. Ever since then, he's been working uh, in the industry. He's best known for Rick and Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. And oh, that's him Invader Zim. Uh, he has some other comics that he's written, like Rock Candy Mountain. Um, yeah, I don't think I've read any of his other stuff. The Six Side Kicks of Trigger, which I have right now, but I haven't really gotten into. But yeah, it was really good. So what did you think of the book? I thought it was super fun. It was, it was ridiculous. It was, it was over the top. It was it was everything that I wanted it to be. Yep. <laughs> Just from the, the first page where... It, that he we we find out it's a baby being born. We find out it's it's Shane, our yeah. our main character, <laughs> yeah. and the doctor says this baby was it's born mean, <laughs> and yeah, this just sets the tone for the whole for the whole thing. Um, it's definitely if you're if you're into '80s action movies, this is for you. Um, it has all the '80s action movie tropes that you want. It's a super easy read i mean super read, easy. It, read it in like 20 30 minutes or something it's less than 200 pages and it come out as a as a in single issues as a two part single issue yeah it came yeah. out as just one book oh, okay. called sex castle it wasn't issues it wasn't broken up it just when he wrote it it was one story sex castle yeah uh but right. so sex castle is a Tribute to the 80s action movies, which you can totally tell in the storyline and the art and the characters. I mean, our main character is Shane Sexcastle. Uh, Shane, when we first meet him, besides the birth, he's just coming out of prison Mm -hmm. with his eye patch. Right. uh, And he meets up with the former president of the United States who wants to hire him. But that storyline goes nowhere because right. he's like, I'm going, I'm going straight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a normal, you know, the, the, right. the trope of the eighties action movies. Yeah. I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a regular man. So it's all black and white. All and black it, and, and white. It has a very cartoony type of art. Yes. Which I think that the, the art style that he used 
really fits the the tone and the of the of the story. I, I feel guess. like if he used more like a colors realistic, realistic, it would have colors. Worked. It wouldn't have worked as well. It wouldn't so have worked. It really, like uh, I thought, it really fit the the whole. Yep. The, the whole story. So I the really art style that. is very. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, old maga magazines. Vaguely, uh, I'm not as okay. old as you. So there was an artist. <laughs> Okay, so there was an artist back in Mad Magazine called Don Martin, uh, and this style is very like that. You know, the the clunky bodies, the the hands don't really look right, and you know the way the bodies moves are unnatural, and and that's what it was like. Like for example, the sex scene with Cho. Yeah. She looks different in every panel. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I did notice that. I'm like, why does she look different in every panel? Uh, but that's how Don Martin was. I mean, his the heads were big, the bodies were just yeah. like stick figures. Uh, so we then get Shane sex castle uh gets to his destination not sure how he picked it but this is his destination and he wants to become a florist florist because he keeps having dreams (laughs) of touching people's heads and flowers pop out so he interprets that as he needs to be a florist and tend the flowers (laughs) I really like you when he first meets Joe and she asks him a question. I remember exactly. And then he starts going into his dream and she's like, Oh, you're doing a oh, thing. You're doing a thing. It was so funny. It's like, like the, it. all the, the so many one liners. So, um, and that's what the whole book yeah, is. It's basically again, like homage the, to the eighties action. It's all one liners. Right. And in the first fight that Shane's in with the, with the henchmen or whatever, he says, you, you brought a, you to a me fight. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sums up the whole, the whole kind thing. of whole thing of it. Well, then the son Max. Yeah, Max is crying when we first meet him. There's there's only two reasons a man should cry: one is mom dies, or two he gets his testicles to see touch. Yeah, dick, dick. Yeah, that's right. He dick. gets his dick all messed up. All messed up by it? a bear attack. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, it was awesome. Uh, so then we get to meet and this is right here we're getting close to really seeing that his influence for this mm. was roadhouse. roadhouse yeah roadhouse yep yeah the the main the main bad guy is, is yeah. west wesley west bradley west bradley that's it and west then, bradley. yeah and then roadhouse is brad yeah. wesley wesley right <laughs> and then even towards the end um one of the guys says a polar bear fell on me, which yep. is a direct quote from, from Roadhouse. Roadhouse. So yeah, I had a lot of Roadhouse views. Oh yeah. Well, in the interview that I listened to, he actually stated that when he came up with the idea, he was watching Roadhouse for the like umpteenth time. Uh, so you can totally tell that this was yeah. Roadhouse, but he changed it just enough. He kept the bad guy in the city, mm-hmm. but then of course our Shane. Uh, Shane Sex Castle looks like a mixture of like uh, Snake Pliskin. Who's that? Snake Pliskin? I don't know that. Did you just say who is Snake? I don't know what that We're ending this podcast now. <laughs> Thank you for viewing, everyone. We'll talk to you later. Uh, Snake Pliskin is the main character in Escape from New York oh, and Escape from L.A. Oh, would have helped if I would have said Kurt yeah, Russell. I didn't know no. the character's name. You don't know Snake Pliskin? No. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're old. And that, oh. <laughs> so yes, he's a mix between Snake Pliskin, our main character from Skate from New York, uh, and you know, all those other like Roadhouse, uh, Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know who Snake Pliskin was. <laughs> Man, I'm not that old. Uh, what else? So, and then he meets the bad guy, of course, and they do the one-liners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Were you going to say this town isn't big enough for the both of us? No. <laughs> what was the deal with the with the peacock? Like. It just, was. I think because, they were just making like, fun. Yeah, I think they were making fun of the fact that every bad guy in all those '80s action movies had some sort of animal. We had the cat. He too. had the cat. He had the peacock. Yeah. They got a polar bear. Yeah. They got a polar bear. I think it was just more of a you know the flamboyance of bad guys who always have to have some sort of cork you know rich 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 bad guys and joe joe was sort of like our outside character Mm -hmm. she was the one you know her lines were basically bringing in reality like when he does the polar bear and she he's like this is how rich people get revenge yes that's stupid yeah Right. Uh, she's kind of the reality. She one, is the, the reality. one that's still based in reality. Uh, so, of course, Shane goes to the bad guy, does a little banter back and forth, tells him he's not going to work for him, blah, blah, blah. To get back at Shane, he hires the Assassin's Union. The nine, sa- the nine, nine assassins. Yeah, the nine assassins. Which all look like they're all 80s representations characters. of yeah. '80s action heroes, which I found ironic because they were all representations of '80s action heroes, but they were the bad guys in this. Right. Well, except for the Blade Wesley Snipes. But Blade, yeah, Blade. And nine, that was another thing that really had because in the interview I heard they were talking about he added Blade just because he really liked Blade. Yeah. Uh, but Blade is more 90s. Right. And then, because someone asked him, why wasn't John McClane in this? Huh. And he's like, well, John McClane came out in 89, so he was more towards the end. And I'm like, but you had a Blade in. Blade is in the 90s. Right. But, yes, Blade was in there. But Blade isn't a bad guy in the movies. No. That's what I'm saying. All these characters that he made bad guys, the assassins, were technically the heroes in their action movies. Right. Uh, you had Dutch, which was Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Spartan, Spartan Cobra, something uh, that was Stallone. Yeah. You had Joe, which was Charles Bronson. You had Clubber, was Mr. T. Mr. T. Yeah. <laughs> uh, old Man was Eastwood, is what uh, I assumed. Uh, Sydney yeah. was Snipes played. Yeah. Uh, Rico was Seagal. Mm-hmm. The uh, damn twins. Which this one, I do you know who they were? I have. I yeah, I think so. Okay, go. Who was it? Jean Claude Van Damme. Jean Claude Van Damme in, in, in uh, Double Impact. Double Impact. Yeah. Where he it took played. me. Yeah, I didn't get that at first. It took me a little <laughs> while, and then I was like, "Where's Where's Van Damme and all this?" And I was like, "Oh, he's probably going off that." Double Impact movie. And then the last one was Thunder Joe something? Hogan? Hulk Hogan? Oh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. He's yeah. the one who gets the the claw, you know, the roadhouse move where he rips out the throat. Oh. 
<laughs> he gets the throat yeah. rip out. Right. Uh, and so the rest of the book is basically, well, you know, his first assassin we meet, we've already mentioned her, was Cho. Right. Cho tries to take him out, but then, of course, they have sex. Right. <laughs> Which really disappoints Joe. Because earlier, Joe kind of trying to hit on him, and he mm-hmm. turned her down. Right. Uh, so... The assassins then come, and they, of course, kill Chow. And she has the best death scene ever. Because not only does she get her neck broken, she then has a death scene. Yeah. (laughs) Which I don't know how that works. The death scene. And then the death scene consists of... And he's like, I will avenge you. I know. I will kill them all. So then he goes and grabs the secret weapon. The dragons. The dragons. The dragons. Best weapon ever. Best. What are they called? Gunchucks. It's exactly what you think. Nunchucks. (laughs) Nunchucks. With guns at the end. So good. Was so good. After he gets the buried treasure of the dragon's gunchucks. He continues killing people. I mean, that's what it yeah. is. He basically... The whole point of the story is he taking out each assassin one at a... Well, a couple at a time. Right. Because uh, when he's uh, when he's taking... Unburying the... Or digging up the gunchucks, he takes out the Charles Bronson character with the shovel. That Yeah, he throws... Not, uh, that's second. The first thing oh. he does is he hits the bullet. <laughs> Right, right, right. He hits the bullet. And then it ricochets off his face. Cuts half his face off. And then I love that the the double dragons go, that's impossible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Of course it is. (laughs) And then he goes to shoot him again, then he throws the shovel at him and chops his head off. So then we kill some more assassins, and then eventually the Arnold Schwarzenegger character... uh, Tries to shoot him with the big cannon, the big yeah missile launcher. Missile launcher, yeah. <laughs> cuts the missile in half. Oh, with the sword, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just gets uh, more ridiculous. Yeah, it just gets more ridiculous with each person. Each, each person, kills. and then finally Arnold Schwarzenegger then knocks him in the head, and he ends up right. in a cage with a polar, a polar bear. bear, of a polar course. Bear. And they throw hot dogs at him. <laughs> what does the guy Wesley say? It's like, <laughs> You're making me look bad? You're making me look bad? He's like, I, I yeah, own an ice cream shop, ice cream not a steakhouse. Hot <laughs> <laughs> dogs. Man, this and means- then he sometime, somehow hypnotizes the polar bear. The polar bear with one makes eye. Makes it go to, with one, there's one good with eye, one makes good it go eye. to sleep. Yeah. Um, and then we get, you know, the Arnold Schwarzenegger character. You find out from a backstory, and there's a lot of flashbacks in this yeah. book that you get mm-hmm. with backstory. Uh, you find out that he was the one that killed the family that sent him to prison, uh, and then we also get to find out about the lucky cigarette. Yeah, you find out that the lucky cigarette was the trigger to his. Eye hole cannon. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, unexpected. I was like, how are they going to make this 
you know, even more over the top. Uh, a gun barrel comes out of his eye socket. The noose. I didn't know. I okay. I didn't know there was going to be a gun barrel out of the eye socket, but I knew something had to be up with that damn lucky cigarette because they yeah. made a point of pointing it out over and over again. Uh, and then, you know, he takes out the Arnold character, and it ends just like every action movie you would think is going to end. You know. Blowing up bad guys, helicopters. Um, and yeah, then, it takes a little serious uh, turn there at the end. Oh, that's what I was going to get to. Yeah. Go ahead. So, what were you going to say? Oh, just about um, how Joe's talking to him and like, have you ever been to therapy? <laughs> yes. He's like, no. And she's like, all right, let's go home and get <laughs> some help. And that's <laughs> kind of the last a, you see of him. Have you ever seen a therapist? Yeah. yeah. And then, well, they, of course, they do the wrap up with, yeah. you know, where they're at and Joe, Max, and mm-hmm. Shane are living happily ever after. Right. Uh, right before that, uh, I don't know if you know this because you're a youngin, apparently. Uh, and this old man here, he plays tribute to one non-80s action movie. He plays tribute to a 1960s movie called Shame. Hmm. And in the 1960s movie of Shame, which is a Western... I have heard of this. Okay, so the main character, Shane, after he helps the young widowed wife and their son, you know, decides he's done and starts taking off. And you just get the little boy, like, chasing after going, Shane, come back, Shane. Don't go, Shane. And he's just trawling off. He totally... Yeah. Give a little tribute to that with the whole kid yelling Shane and Shane's yeah. like I'm done. Oh, the kids are Shane, you, you forgot your murder <laughs> sticks. Murder <laughs> stick. and Joe's like drop those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then the underrated characters I think were the best. The henchmen that you know he hired, mm-hmm. like the they had like normal jobs <laughs> and like the freezy ice, yeah. the icy. He's the one who keeps the polar bear, and then the one who. Uh, takes care of the peacock, keeps the peacock, and becomes mayor because he was the one doing the everyday stuff anyways. Becomes an expert in peacockery. <laughs> and then the other two just peacockery. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And the other two just disappear. And last right. they heard, they opened a gym slash car wash. Car wash. Uh, of course. And then, you know, we get the Joe, Max, and Shane lived happily ever after. And but no one knows what happened to that cat. Yeah, the evil the cat. The evil cat. Um, all right, so overall, I loved this book. Yeah. I mean, I read it a couple times just for this podcast, but it did not bother me reading it a couple times. Because no, you get to see different things every right. time you read it. Yeah. Uh, yeah like we've mentioned stuff. before, the art was very simplistic. Mm-hmm. But like you said, if they had done anything fancy with this or if he since it's his book yeah if he had tried to do like realistic drawings and that i don't think it would have been as good i think the fact that it was just roughly drawn with black and white really kept to what the story is about it was just a silly ridiculous Mm -hmm. tribute to 80s action movies yeah i think you can definitely tell this was a passion project of starks and he was just him having fun. Just like, this is completely his idea. Mm-hmm. He did everything in it. And you can just yep. tell he's just having a good time. Which was what... And it really shows. You know, he started out doing. I mean, mm-hmm. and he even says in interviews that 
it's all about what he wants to do. That's why he would put them on Kickstarter and try to get funding with them because he didn't want to be told what to do with it. It was his passion project. And you can see, I mean, he thanks his dad in it for mm-hmm. you know, letting him watch all those 80s action yeah. movies. And you can tell he was a fan. I mean, this yeah. wasn't like just someone you know who have never seen action movies but thought they would knew what they would be about no you can tell he had seen all of these i mean down to the one lines i mean because that's all the 80s action movies were it was a bunch of action death and one lines and even down to the impossible like action moves sort of like hitting the bullet with a shovel those 80s movies were full of that like oh come on that's impossible yeah, shooting the one, uh, the bullet with the one gunshot <laughs> and shooting the guy with the other gunshot. He's like, how oh, I never miss. Well, and then, and then the, what uh, I did. When Arnold Schwarzenegger character tries to use it, uh, and he's like, it does, it's broken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you, you just have to pull the trigger correctly. I do a thousand finger push-ups a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this definitely, like, kind of tiptoed between homage and parody. Oh, yeah. Like, back in, you know, which is yeah. perfect. I mean, right. that's what you, you know, it definitely doesn't take itself too seriously. It's just like, you know. Yeah, I will have to say that, when I first picked it, I really did not read anything about it. Mm-hmm. I just liked the name Sex Castle. And so I am so happy I did pick it and that we read it because it was such a good book. Yeah. What about your recommendations? Do you recommend this book? I definitely recommend this book for anybody who loves 80s action movies, any type of action movies, uh, parody movies. This kind of reminded me of, you remember Hot Shots? Oh, yeah. With Charlie Sheen. <laughs> like, it kind of reminded me of like that, kind of the, the st- stupid, silly parody, but... Um, this still had more, you know, more violent action yeah. and something like that. But anybody who's into and just just fun, easy reads, just you know, it, anybody who likes anything like that, so definitely recommend it. Oh yeah, I, I agree. Definitely recommend it. Uh, Age wise, I don't know. Uh, again, yeah. I think I've mentioned this in the last podcast. I'm not your typical parent, and I probably let my kids read this, but it is very violent. Mm-hmm. It does have uh, a sex scene, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you do. I mean, you do it see is. Him it is a sex pull scene. Pull the panties off, and yeah, you and see throw them in the, in yeah, the light pole. In the label, and you see them <laughs> just like again another parody of every action movie. Her being slammed against something, uh, and yeah. then being oh, he was having on, sex on the guys on one of the bad <laughs> guys' cars. <laughs> Oh, that was another thing I yeah. wanted to bring up that I forgot. Did you see the part where it was almost like the force? Where remember when the truck gets blown up when he hits the second missile uh-huh. and it hits the truck and blows up? The one oh, low the rate henchman mm-hmm. all of a sudden goes. I think something's I, I wrong in the world, but I don't yeah, know what I it is. Real, but something just yeah. happened, and it feels makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, that showing that that was a good touch. Know, those uh henchmen guys were all about their trucks right. <laughs> but again taking into account that it does have some graphic you know crudely drawn black and white violence but still mm-hmm. violence and same with the sex they don't really show but you know you know what they're doing right uh i you know i wouldn't recommend this to anyone probably younger than junior high I would probably yeah, a lot say of language. Yeah, it a lot has of a bad lot language, of language. If that's something that's, yeah, that, oh, that's true. The language. It the has language, some bad yeah, language. I mean, right off the bat. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right the, the second bat. page he's talking to the president. He's <laughs> That's like, right. It's right off yeah. the bat. Yeah. So you're right. So I guess it would also depend on the junior high kid, but definitely mm-hmm. high school. Yeah. High school and above. Right. But I recommend it. Anyone who loves comics, loves 80s action movies, you will love this graphic novel. Yeah, I agree. Well, good pick. Good. Yeah. Thank awesome you. It was pick. a good pick. Yeah. All right. So let's in. In this, before we talk about our next book, Jared. Yeah. What was your favorite 80s action movie? It's still one of my favorite movies of all time. And it's something, if at any time I see it on TV, I have to watch it. The Predator. Or (laughs) sorry, just Predator. Just Predator. Just Predator. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Love that movie. What scene? Carl Weathers. It's Carl Weathers. Weathers, Yeah. Yeah, Carl Weathers. Jesse the Body. Jesse the Body Ventura. And the guy who wrote it, right? Is the nerdy one with the glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he actually wrote it. Yeah. yeah, love that movie. It's some one movie I can watch over and over again. Yeah, because um, we just we just watched Prey together. Prey, yeah, yeah. And it was that it was, was really good. Really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it was, was really a good, good. prequel. Um, um, what about the sequels? Do you like any of the Predator sequels? Predator Two is not a good movie, no. but I love it. Still, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Um, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. <laughs> it's and yeah. Mark it's Maria. just. I mean, it's not. It's a little forced, and like it we're is. just gonna shove them in in the Detroit. Or whatever well, city that's the thing in. that bothers me about it but, is that you know when it takes place in the woods or it takes place in the jungle or back in twenty BC. <laughs> sure. You know, you know, it makes sense that he'd be able to hunt, but when you shove them in like cities. Same with like the Nightmare on Elm Streets or the Friday the Thirteenth, where you Jason space. in Manhattan, <laughs> Jason takes Manhattan, Jason in space. Yeah. It just becomes ugh, ridiculous that he's not. Right. I mean, because especially when take Manhattan, when Jason's just walking down the street and people are like making conversation with him as he's right. walking by him. Yeah, in yeah. the real world, he would just slash them. He would just right. kill them. Right. As for me, my favorite 80s action movie, I was always torn this because I love action movies and I was torn between Commando and Mm. Tango and Cash. Now, I think I'm going to go with Tango and Cash just for the whole Kurt Russell, Mm. Snake Plissken, you know, that actor (laughs) who... Oh, yeah. Escape from New York. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone. It it just is so funny to see that they picked Sylvester Stallone to be the high-class stockbroker cop. And Kurt Russell is the low-down, dirty, doesn't-play-by-the-rules cop. Right. And they have to team together. But I've always been a fan, even since I was a kid, like, those 80s action movies like my mom again uh only child to a single mom who worked all the time so like on the weekends Mm -hmm. she would let me go to the blockbuster or the local video store and i'd rent like six movies for the weekend and i just watch movies all weekend a majority of them were always like 80s action movies Mm -hmm. i grew up on them i loved them that's why i love this book yeah so. Yeah, so I mean, to mention some other ones, RoboCop. RoboCop. Love that. The sec- yeah. Even the, the second one, my dad took me to see it in the theater when I was and way too young. And the sequel to watch wasn't it. bad on that one either. No, was, I like, was... I think, yeah, I like the sequel. I yeah. thought it was pretty good. Um, of course, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Yeah. Jim Cotta. You don't know Jim Cotta. No. No, I didn't think Kumite. so. Kumite. I think oh, you're, you're pronouncing it wrong. No, it's Jim Cotta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<clears throat> but yeah, like even the uh, first blood and then Rambo, yeah. first blood yeah. part two. Right. The Rambo ones are pretty held up until yeah. third one. And they just kept going with it. No one wants an old Rambo. Yeah, so so gone. So speaking of homage or tribute to mm-hmm. old eighty action movies, have you ever seen any of the Expendables? I've seen all of them. Yeah, there's three. I right? think those are good. Yeah, three. Yeah. The second one was not that good. The first and third one were good. I think. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. The second one with the bad guy was Mel Gibson, right? Or was that the third um, one? I don't remember. Which it's one? It's been a while. Harrison Ford was in the third one. That one was really good. And I, third was one, he? yeah, he was the the pilot. Oh. He right. was brought in to replace, I think, Bruce Willis. Someone oh, yeah. was getting greedy during the third one and wanted more money. Yeah. So I think Harrison Ford replaced Bruce Willis. I think I only saw the third one once. I've seen the other ones a couple of times. So. Okay. Um, but yeah, those that's awesome. That's bringing all those yeah, it brings all, all, all those guys together. together. You got finally got Schwarzenegger and uh, Stallone together in a movie. Now a little um, side note about what we just talked about: uh, the Russo brothers yeah. are actually going to make a movie of Sex Castle. Oh really? Yep. Right now, Blake Anderson is scheduled to star as Sex Castle. Who is that? I don't know Blake Anderson. I don't know who Blake right. Anderson is either, but that's what the, right. the play. But again, cool. it's just in talks, right. so you know how that happens. Right. I think I think they've been talking about making this. I think the guys who did Workaholic mm-hmm. back in 2017 yep. right. were talking about rem- making this into a movie. So we're not going to hold our breath. Yeah, we'll see. I hope yeah. so. I hope it happens. It would be, but yeah. again... I mean, it's probably going to be a straight to Netflix or something. But, but again, is it something they could make into? Unless they make it ridiculous, over the top comedy. Yeah, I think action. it's going to have to. Yeah, I mean, if they try to make this like a serious action movie, it's not going to work. No, no, no. So yeah, I mean, they have to go in knowing that's right what it is, and they're not going to be able to. Ca- I mean, because all these assassins are based off '80s action heroes, they're never going to be able to re- cast. No them as it no because one they're too damn old right yeah and they may not even be able to use their likeness uh so i don't know but i look forward to seeing what they do yeah if it ever comes out so so that was sex castle um next week jared it's your pick i think we're gonna do the many deaths of layla star okay and what is that about? That is about uh, death, and she um, basically they um, they found out that um, the person who invented immortality is about to be born, so now death is out of a job, and she goes to Earth and tries to kill do her thing the guy as uh, she gets put into a human body, goes to Earth, and uh, yeah. All right. Looking forward so, to how many are we reading? Some, is it one book or it's just one? Uh, it's one and nice. done. Uh, trade paperback, six, five issues, I think. Nice. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a fast read, but it's I've actually already read it, but I want to talk about it, so I want to read All it right. again. I will read so, it and we'll talk about it. Yeah. So point of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. So that's that. All right. All right. So that's it. Well, if there's that's anything else, this was a that was a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah, so go out and read Sex Castle. It's on Hoopla. You can get it on Amazon if you want it. the trade paperback, I'm sure. Yep. Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thank and, you. Uh, this has been the hardcover. 
Idaho Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Chris. Happy reading. Happy reading.